Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to December 2012 CTSS quiz. This is the final quiz for the 2012 year, and what I thought I would do special on this quiz is only do cardiac CT images. I gave a number of talks at RSNA 2012 on cardiac, and I'll be giving these talks on CTSS over the next several weeks or months, and so I thought I would quiz you on some of the quiz cases I showed the audience at RSNA. So let's take a look at this. The patient has calcification in the LAD, and the score is 1186. It's a high score. And I asked you what the likelihood of significant stenosis is. And what's important to recognize is Agonson score is a predictor of cardiac events. The Agonson score does not predict the degree of stenosis. So even when it's a high score, and yes, the higher the score, the more likely there is stenosis, it doesn't mean there is stenosis, and it doesn't mean you can grade it. Similarly, we have patients with zero Agonson score with a near occlusion. So the correct answer would be B, impossible to determine. And that's a very good point. In this case, I asked you that based on the cardiac CTA images, what would the next step be? When you look carefully at the curved planar in the 3D, you see about a 90% stenosis of the patient's LAD. The next thing for this patient is intervention. If the patient had multiple vessel disease, then you probably would be going for coronary artery bypass surgery. With single vessel disease, and I've only shown you one vessel, stent placement would be done. But when we triage patients, high-grade stenosis is going to cath, and that's the perfect use of cardiac CT. This is a great case, but very difficult to quiz you without showing you a whole bunch of videos. What you see here is a button-like appearance on top of the pulmonary artery and feeding vessels into it. And what are you looking at? Well, it's not a coronary artery aneurysm because you would see the normal coronary artery and you would see focal enlargement. It's not an anomalous vessel, though it's a vessel that shouldn't be in that location, and it's not stenosis. Rather, what you're dealing with is a great example of a coronary artery fistula, most commonly involved the right coronary artery, beautiful example of abnormal drainage, and uh, just an excellent case. I've had two more cases look exactly like this. This is a wonderful case, and the question is, what's the best diagnosis? Well, what you're seeing here is the right coronary artery off the right cusp, but then off the proximal right coronary artery, you see another vessel, which is, in fact, the left main coronary artery. You can see on the axials and MIP it going from right to left and then branching into the LAD circ and ramus intermedius. And so the correct answer here is the left main coronary artery arising off the proximal right coronary. Very nice example. There are a number of different anomalies that can occur, and in my lecture I'll discuss them with you. Let me ask you another question. In this case, where we've said the left main coronary artery is arising off the right cusp, my question is, what is its course? Do you call it transeptal, prepulmonic, retroaortic, or intraarterial? And the answer here is interarterial. Now, it's very important about interarterial course. This is the malignant course. This is the one where you can get sudden death. This is one where the patient will be going for immediate surgery. Okay? So, interarterial course. The other three courses described are considered non malignant courses, and patients are managed conservatively. So, a very important thing to understand. What about this case? What's the best diagnosis in this 25-year-old with chest pain? 
Well, the first thing you notice is where's the coronary artery? Where's that left main coronary coming from? And when you look carefully, it's not off the left cusp and it's not off the aorta, aortic root. It's coming off the pulmonary artery. And this is a wonderful example of Alcapa, anomalous origin of the left coronary from the pulmonary artery. Uh, Alcapa in childhood, you know, typically it's diagnosed early if patients can die because following birth you get ischemia for left ventricle, you get infarction. Uh, patients have to have collateral flow to the left circulation. Uh, in order to survive. And patients often will present when they survive past childhood in their teenage years or 20s with chest pain. And a very important diagnosis, this patient will get surgery, they'll re-implant the coronary artery to the left cusp. So a very nice example. This is an interesting case. When you look at it at first, you, you say, what's going on with the LAD? But then when you look at the images, when you look at the curved planar and the 3D, you can see the LAD is not going along the surface of the heart, it's going within the myocardium. And that's a very classic diagnosis of myocardial bridging. People discuss now whether myocardial bridging is significant or not significant, whether it can give chest pain or not. Most people feel it's an incidental finding. The others have now written that perhaps the vessel proximal to the bridge will have an increased incidence of calcification, but just a very nice example of that diagnosis and an important diagnosis to recognize. This case I put really just to teach you or make sure everyone's familiar with anatomy. Uh, the typical first branch off the right coronary is the conus branch, and I asked you what this is, which is the second branch. Here is coming off the right coronary, tracking posterior, and this is a classic SA nodal branch. About 60-ish to 70% of the SA nodal branches will arrive in this location. In this case, what is the vessel at the arrow? And again, when you look at this quickly, you could say, well, perhaps it's the right coronary coming off the circ. I've seen that happen in a uh, retroaortic position. But when you look, the right coronary is in the right place. This is actually the SA nodal branch arising off the circumflex coming posterior across. I mentioned SA nodal branch typically arises from the right coronary. The second most common, a little more than 30% of the time, is from the circumflex. And again, just something to be aware of, an important understanding of anatomy. This case I show you in part, A, it's a great case in and of itself, but you want to ask me why we consider this in the coronary arteries? Well, that's because this patient had a triple rule out. Rule out dissection, rule out pulmonary embolism, and rule out coronary artery disease. And when you do triple rule outs, you'll see lots of things. One of them is this. There's a mass in the left atrium. The mass is kind of lobulated. Differentially, you typically think about a myxoma versus thrombus. But when you look at the appearance, it really is classic in location and appearance for an atrial myxoma. Atrial myxomas, the majority will occur, as in this case, in the left atrium. Very nice example. Thrombus, at times it can be difficult to distinguish. MR can be helpful in select cases, but usually it's not much of a problem. Thrombus is typically related to catheters, different position than the atrial myxoma. So with that, I've given you 10 great cardiac cases. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you look forward to the lectures we have coming. This is the final quiz, as I mentioned, for 2012. I hope we have a hope you had a great year on the quizzes and we look forward to 2013 with even better quizzes. 
And with that, have a great day.